0: This is the Artisan CEO Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. On this episode, we'll be talking about how to send and receive fewer emails, which is music to the ears of anyone with an inbox who gives them anxiety. We'll be covering the two tools I use that not only slash the number of emails we receive, but also serve our clients better than we possibly could have done when trying to run everything out of our inbox. Welcome to the Artisan CEO, where the art of photography meets the business of profits. This is where strategy and craftsmanship coexist so that you can run a creative business that supports a life you love. I'm your host, Abby Grace, and I promise to give it to you straight. As someone who earned a communication degree, I love conversation, talking with other humans and learning what makes them tick, striking up a chat with a stranger at a coffee shop. I love it. Just ask my husband. I think it really embarrasses him, but I love asking people on elevators, what's your favorite color? And then following up by asking them why. You get some really interesting answers and it always puts a smile on their face and on mine. So I love talking, but I hate talking. Open loops. Open loops are just when you don't reach a satisfactory ending on a particular topic. It's why, my friends know this about me, it's why I would rather call than text about an issue because we can resolve whatever we're talking about faster than by having a half finished text message conversation that I forget to finish because I get distracted. It happens all the time. I am literally the worst at texting people back. Open loops drive me nuts because it means that I can't close out on a subject just yet. I have to keep space in my brain to remember the subject, remember the context and the conditions surrounding the subject, the players involved, all of that until we get around to closing a loop. If you imagine your brain like the countertop of a kitchen, every open loop represents a piece of clutter on the countertop. So someone emails you with a question about usage rights for a photo, take the vegetable peeler out of the drawer and set it on the counter. And then someone else emails you with a question about rescheduling their shoot, pull out a spatula, put it on the counter. You get enough of these emails and eventually your countertop becomes so cluttered you don't have space to prep dinner anymore. You don't need a bigger kitchen or a better organizational system for your countertops. What you need is a better method for ensuring those kitchen gadgets get put away soon after they're taken out of the drawer. This is a main problem with people's inboxes. It isn't that you need to check your email more frequently or that you need a better system of folders for organizing your incoming messages. The issue is that you are sending and receiving too many emails in the first place. If we only ever address the issue of the mess of emails after it arrives, you never get ahead of the issue. So instead, we need to figure out how to stem the flow in the first place so that fewer of those emails end up needing to be sent at all. If you have any sort of proven process for your business, which you absolutely should by the way, there are going to be similar issues or questions that arise for each step of the proven process. From the book Traction, uh, which is a book that Matt and I use in the business management side of things, they say that a proven process is the proven way that you provide your service or product to your customers. You do it every time and it produces the same results. We talked about this briefly in season one, episode 10, the concept of outlining your workflow. You have got to have that nailed down in order to cut down on exerting new energy to make the same decisions over and over again. So with your proven process outlined, you're going to see that there are certain stops along the way where questions come in more heavily than others. And we were seeing with our brand photography clients that the heaviest barrage of questions from brand clients came both right after booking and then again about four to six weeks before their shoot. But there was always a difference between the kinds of questions being asked at each stage. So after booking, they were more like general questions that could be satisfied with more templated responses. We could give a similar, pretty similar answer each time regardless of who we were shooting for or where we were shooting. The questions that were coming four to six weeks out needed answers that were more specific to the client it was harder to write templates for those because they every one of my clients brands is very different each shoot is different from one to the next and so the questions they were asking four to six weeks out needed a less templated more custom answer all of those questions whether they were coming right after booking or four to six weeks before their shoot all of those questions represented loops being opened Which required energy in order to close those loops and let me be clear that's part of our job to answer client questions like there's never a point where i resent my clients for asking questions again though i wanted to see if there was any way that i could stop exerting new energy when making the same decisions over and over again real quick photographers are you tired of lather rinse and repeating the same tired collection of forgettable photos from one brand session to the next If you're ready to turn yawn-worthy galleries into the sort of results that thrill your clients and get you both noticed, then you're definitely gonna wanna join me for my free training, the backstage secret to scroll stopping brand photography. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or you're just getting started out in the world of branding, this session is for you. I'll teach you my number one strategy for crafting stories that resonate with your clients and their audience, which is the biggest secret behind creating galleries that not only look stunning, but also drive engagement and sales for your clients, which spoiler alert, is what keeps them coming back for additional sessions in the future because as brand photographers, purposeful matters more than pretty, but who says you can't have both? Our job is to think like a marketer and shoot like an artist, but you have to have both pieces of that equation and learning to approach with the mindset of a strategist, that changes everything. So if you're raring to say goodbye to cliche galleries that simply repeat what's already clogging your Pinterest and social media, and hello to a method that drives brand loyalty and real bottom line growth, then head on over to abbygrace.co slash training. That's abbygrace.co slash training. It's time to leave those forgettable, smiling at a laptop photos in the dust in favor of a more tailored approach that's gonna leave your clients obsessed and already planning for their next shoot with you. One more time, that's abbygrace.co slash training. I'll see you in class. I was relying at the time on my inbox to be the tool that I used to answer those questions and I ended up feeling like I could never escape my email because, like, does anyone else get a little bit of a sick feeling in your stomach when you open your inbox after a few days away? I hated that feeling. I felt like I could, what was constantly working out of my inbox and the emails never stopped coming. So I needed to find a way to cut down on those emails coming in in the first place, but more importantly... I knew that having to send all of those questions was not serving my clients well. For them to have to constantly remember to send me an email to ask about this detail or that prop or that location, it was a pain for them and that there was more I could be doing to better prepare my clients for their shoots. So we took a two-part approach to solve this problem. First, we figured out how can we proactively communicate answers to some of those frequently asked questions. The emails that we were getting immediately after booking, like I said, they were generally pretty similar from one client to the next. Like, where should I look for a location, do you have recommendations? for stylists what kind of props should I be thinking about so what used to happen was we would get the initial email from the client maybe asking about a location and then over the course of a week or so we would build up a thread with like 12 back and forth emails with links and such and the the conversation was asynchronous and there was no way for us to like answer these questions in real time because I'd send the email and then four hours later they'd get it and respond and then it might take me a day to respond back yada yada each of those emails in that thread represented an open loop that needed to be closed And then you'd have another thread regarding outfits and then maybe another thread for vendor recommendations and so on and so on. It meant that my inbox was in a constant state of typing out answers to very similar questions over and over again, which again, that's part of my job is to answer those questions. I don't mean for this to sound like it was an obnoxious request at all. No, 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 no. It's just more we're doing the same work over and over again for multiple clients because we have multiple projects going on at any given time. Like, there's got to be a way to systemize part of this, right? Like, could I have created a bunch of email templates for those answers? Yes, but those emails are still coming in and those loops still need to be closed. And even though it takes you less time to close that loop with a templated email, is there a way to make sure that that question doesn't even need to be asked in the first place? A far more efficient way to handle this issue instead of email templates was to answer their questions before they even thought to ask them. We did that with the client welcome guide that Matt created. You guys can find that in our shop if you want to take a look. We'll link to that in the show notes. But the client welcome guide answers client questions before they even realize they need the information, which is an act of service. It's not that I don't want my clients to email me. It's that I want to arm them instead with everything they need before they realize they need it in order to spare them the interruption of having to wait on me for an answer. Like if they want help with the location, there's no need to send me an email and wait 24 hours for a response. I've already linked my favorite shoot sourcing sites inside the client welcome guide. It also helps set expectations for the experience. Inside the Client Welcome Guide, I detail when they can expect to be able to reach me. Like, what are my communication parameters? I tell them I don't keep email on my phone and I don't check email on the weekend. So they can comfortably reach out to me Monday through Friday and expect an answer within 24 hours. I also talk about what the timeline of their project is going to look like week by week. So if they're ever wondering what's next, all they have to do is reference the guide. They know from the guide that they can expect their previews within 72 hours of their shoot and their final gallery three weeks after the session date. I detail that stuff on the sales call, specifically the delivery dates, but I don't expect them to remember those. I also take my clients through the week-by-week timeline what they can expect, but I don't expect them to remember any of that. So we lay that out for them in the client welcome guide, again, to give them those answers before they realize they need them. This proactive communication method, proactive instead of reactive, of them having to reach out and you respond, this proactive communication method is gold for any kind of templated information that you need to communicate to your clients, and it is a key player in reducing the number of times that your client has to reach out and wait for a response from you. The second method to cutting down on emails coming and going is the pre-shoot strategy call. My Brand Photography Academy students know that this is the most important piece of the planning puzzle. That call is where 90% of the questions that would have otherwise been emails, this is where they get answered. This call happens four weeks before my client's shoot dates and they schedule that call with a Calendly link that allows them to pick their time and then it puts the appointment on both of our calendars so I don't have to manually schedule anything. Again, without needing to go back and forth over email in order to get that schedule. Cause you guys know how that goes. Like, hey, we need to get your pre-shoot strategy call on the calendar. We'd like to do it the week of November 1st. Abby's available Tuesday, because my VA sends these. Abby's available Tuesday and Thursday between 10 and one. Do either of those times work for you and then the client comes back and says oh actually I'm not available that week could we do the week before but I'm not available on Tuesday and Thursday I'm only available on Friday and then my VA has to say Abby's not available on Friday we could do Wednesday afternoon if you if you're truly not available blah 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 back and forth back and forth that could take three emails or it could take eight emails a much faster way to do this just send them a calendly link they can pick a time that works for them and it automatically puts it on both of your calendars so we kick off the pre-shoot strategy call with me asking any follow-up questions that came during my research process and then i present to them my ideas for storylines which form the backbone of the entire shoot plan it helps me write my shot list but then the second half of that call is when we talk through any questions that they have when it comes to preparing for their shoot, as well as any homework that I might need them to complete. So we discuss things like the location. If they're, the ideally they will have already booked it by this point. So if we're photographing in multiple spots, we're gonna talk through which storylines are a best fit for each location. We're gonna talk about how things are moving along with their stylist. About half of my clients end up working with a professional stylist. We're gonna talk through the timeline for the day. Okay, you have either a half day or a full day shoot? When are we going to start? When are we going to finish? When are we going to be at each location? We're going to talk through whether or not we need to arrange for models. This typically only comes up when I'm shooting for other photographers, but one of my clients, Emily Gerald, is an incredible newborn photographer. And so when we shoot her brand portraits uh, in January, I think it's going to be January, we'll be talking through bringing in models to have like a newborn model maybe a family with a toddler that kind of thing we're going to talk through props um is there anything that i need them to order i will tell them i'd like for you to order this this and this hey do you already have these pieces great Put we're going to put those on your packing list too and then we also discuss briefly travel plans i i mentioned in um season two this season episode three so the last episode how to travel more for your shoots i fly for 70 percent of my shoots so i like to let my clients know when my assistant and i are getting in and if we've already booked our hotel where to that we're going to be staying all of those could have been email conversations that unfold over a series of weeks but again Each email represents an open loop that requires time and focus to close. Even if it's my VA doing it, she still has to ask me, hey, is this right? Is this information correct? It still requires attention and effort to close that loop. I would much rather open and close all of those loops in one 60-minute call than one by one over a series of weeks. Why? because the cost of getting distracted is incredibly high. There was a 2007 study by Longborough University and they found that it takes an average of 64 seconds to recover your train of thought after an interruption from an email. Which means that people who check their email every five minutes, you spend more than eight hours a week just trying to remember what you were doing or thinking about moments beforehand. <laughs> And that's just recovering your train of thought. What if you have interrupted a state of deep concentration because your inbox dinged? According to a study by University of California, Irvine, the average amount of time to regain your initial momentum when you're in a state of deep work following an interruption is upwards of 20 minutes. That's a really high cost of distraction, and email is an incredibly distracting tool at times. So those innocent little email checks that you keep doing, maybe they don't feel quite so innocuous anymore, right? We keep putting band-aids on bullet holes by thinking that the issue is we just need a better organization system for our inbox or better time management, but all of those methods don't fix the issue of open loops, and it still means that your clients are the ones having to initiate over and over again every time they have a question, which is just another thing for your clients to have to do. A better way for you to serve them is by making it so they don't have to send those emails in the first place. If you're interested in reading more about this topic, my favorite author, Cal Newport, has a book called A World Without Email. So we were already doing the client welcome guide and the pre-shoot strategy calls before I read A World Without Email, but reading that book hit home that what we were doing was the right thing, but then also introduced a much higher level of organization when it comes to the task management side of our business. So plug for Cal Newport's book. It's incredible. Go check it on Amazon. We'll, We'll link to it down in the show notes. Here's your homework. I want you to think of the five most frequently asked questions from your clients and format those into an easy to send PDF or subdomain to send as soon as your client's book. It doesn't have to be a crazy sophisticated project. You can you can create a beautiful download on an app like Canva in less than an hour or you could add a plus site to your website if you use Showit some kind of method to get that standard question answered so that you can send that to your client as soon as they book, which means they don't end up, they have all the information that they need in order to get started on planning their brand shoe. Don't overthink this at first, okay? Just, Just make it happen, that PDF or that plus site, because done is better than perfect here. You can always refine as you go. You got a question about this topic, I would love for you to send me a DM over on Instagram at Abby Photo. This is something I love talking about because far too often as small business owners and photographers, we just accept the status quo as the way things have to be. I refuse to accept the grim prospect of constantly being buried in emails. Better is possible. And I hope that this episode showed you how easy it can be to make your life and your clients' lives easier with a few simple changes to your workflow. Coming up in the next episode, we're going to be talking about the single most profitable half hour of every work week and how it turns out to be the most expensive 30 minutes of my week if I miss it. I'm going to be sharing how to work this 30 minute chunk into your week and how you can use the same process to make meaningful strides on those back burner projects you've been putting off for weeks, maybe even months. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and head over to abbygrace.co slash podcast for even more resources to help you blow your clients away at your very next brand shoot. I'm Abby Grace, and I'll see you next time. Now, let's go get after it, shall we?